All righty, welcome back. Thank you very much for joining me. My name is Martin Grunberg. We are in the studio on the last day of 2017. Happy New Year. I hope 2017 was an epic year and we are setting this all up. In fact, this mini series step one through today is step seven. And I don't want to lay it on too strong, <laughs> but if you get my friend, they are all important and every step has meant something significant. That's why they're in a particular order. But after all, this is habits to goals and this is rooted upon the habit factor. And so number seven, step seven, if you and when you get this, uh, this is not hyperbole. Your life will never be the same. That is the promise. I don't say that lightly. <clears throat> so we're going to set the table here. Step seven. Well, actually, let me back up. I hope you're not jumping in here and you go back to step one. Step one, decide. Step two, assess. Step three was our North Star mission, vision, values. In fact, flip that, values, mission, vision. And then we moved from foundation to inspiration. We go through our strengths, our passion, our purpose. And then we roll into what we're calling the uh, energy and enthusiasm module, if you will. And then from there, we go into goals. So we go from foundation to inspiration, and then here we are, step seven, week seven, and we finally hit the first part of habit. Habit actually has two modules, two weeks, because it's so massive and there's so much to understand. All of this is built upon and around the brand new course, the brand new program I'm rolling out, which I'll talk about a little bit later. But so this brings us to habit, the first section of habit. And again, this one's going to be longer than probably every other podcast. Uh, A, because it's it's called Habits to Goals, B, because it's rooted upon the habit factor, and C, there's just so much good content, good ideas to ensure that you understand. So whether you take the course or program or read the book or not, <clears throat> or use the free app or not, just getting this is going to be I believe it's going to be a massive or set you up for a massive breakthrough. So let's kick it off with this idea. <clears throat> and I'm just going to use a quote. I'm pulling it up right here. This comes from our buddy Napoleon Hill. And before I even read his, his quote here, I want you to understand the setting because if you don't, or haven't read 
Think and Grow Rich, which is, excuse me, widely regarded as one of the uh, greatest, certainly one of the most popular self-help books of all time. Napoleon Hill spent 20 years uh, writing this book. He has a fantastic audio program. It's not him. Of course, he's long since passed away, but Nightingale uh, Conan does. It's called um, The Science of Personal Achievement. But this quote is, Cosmic habit force is the greatest of all natural laws. It is nature's comptroller through which all other natural laws are coordinated. So, without going down some crazy rabbit hole here, I just want to give you the 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 two-minute summary. This guy spends 20 years writing what's regarded as the best self-help book of all time and then he's doing his seminars and people start coming up to him and saying I've read the book I'm not a millionaire I'm not rich and he in his own words and I'll share a link ends up saying this confounded him and he spent (laughs) he spent another 20 years trying to figure out what the missing link is. So he produces this fantastic, this fantastic book, the 13 principles. They end up being 16 principles actually of personal achievement. And yet people are saying it's not working. What's going on? And it takes him another 20 years. Those are his words. And he finally realizes, and he terms this cosmic habit force. He realizes that habit, he, he's spelled out the principles, but if people aren't developing habits around these ideas and principles, then they're not putting them into action. But cosmic habit force is far bigger than that. And it gets into ideas around energy. If you just think about, if you were to clasp your fingers uh, three times, just close your hand. I mean, close your eyes. Excuse me. Don't do this. Please don't do this if you're driving. Um, but when you're in a safe place, do that or cross your arms. And just tell me if you don't cross your arms the same way every time or intersect your fingers or brush your teeth or brush your hair. Some guy tweeted to me years ago, I, I towel off the same way every time I get out of the shower. So what's happening there, my friend? I'm asking you, what's going on there? What do you think is happening? You see, and you're right. What what we're doing is energy. We are energy. And this is an important point. Our goals are energy. And the key point, well, there's so many, but the key point is energy is always working to 
be efficient, if you will. It assumes rhythm and pattern. And so if I'm energy and my goal's energy and habit is the most efficient form of behavior energy. So that's why, and here it is again, a key point. If we do not intentionally, and here's the good news, we can always craft any habit on will. And that's following what we're going to get into next par. But let me back up here. So, so energy loves efficiency. Habit is the most efficient form of behavior. Your goal is going to require energy, your energy. So for you to get from point A to point B, you want to be efficient with your energy, crafting Habits that are supportive of your goals will help you get there more quickly and more efficiently. So it seems like an eccentric or esoteric approach to goal achievement, but it's simple, basic problem solving. I mean, at the most fundamental, foundational level, all you are is a heap of energy to get to point B. To achieve your goal is going to require energy. And the idea of instituting, crafting core supportive behaviors that are aligned to your goal will get you there. I know nobody's teaching this in school anywhere, unfortunately. And I certainly wish somebody had explained this to me. But That's just the basic physics of goal achievement. And it's just one angle why, I mean, literally, it's just one angle why the habit factor has been um, so successful helping people. It just first sheds the light on what habit is going to do for you, what habit is, right? Dare I say it, all men's natures are alike. It's their habits that carry them far apart. That's Confucius. Now, some people say, what what does that mean? And then I just want to laugh and cry at the same point. (laughs) All men's natures are alike. It's their habits that carry them far apart. If, If for some reason you don't know what that means, and that's okay, um... Put it on a little piece of paper and go meditate under a tree. And I'm serious. All men's natures are alike. It's their habits that carry them far apart. We are born and we die. We eat, sleep, procreate. Our habits carry us far apart. You know, I love these quotes. The more significant quotes around habit or any topic the more important you know the topic. As Benjamin Franklin said, your net worth to the world. This is after you die. Your net worth to the world is simply what you get after you subtract your bad habits from your good ones. That's your net worth to the world. Test that one. 
Aristotle said something like, it makes no small difference to be habituated this way or that way from childhood. Rather, it makes all the difference. Now, the problem with that statement, and I hate to argue with our buddy Aristotle, if it made all the difference, then there would be no point uh, in writing a book, reading a book, buying an app. The fact is it doesn't make all the difference. It makes a ton of, a whole bunch. Maybe whoever translated his work uh, screwed that one up a little. But he's also the same guy that said, look, excellence is not a single act. It's a habit. So you got Aristotle, Benjamin Franklin, Confucius. I could go on and on, and I just read Napoleon Hill's quote. Point is, this isn't about quotes. It's about habit. So now you're saying, great, I get it. It's pretty important. I'm going to still hit you with some others. Um, just kind of so you can see we triangulate around habit. So we got Think and Grow Rich at the top. Let's move over to the left. And I've never even done this. I'm spitballing here. Lower left, we'll call it Outliers. So Outliers was a book by Malcolm Gladwell where he said, you know, we got success all wrong. There's, you know, we think it's X, Y, Z, but but in hockey, you know, it happens to be what month you're born in because the – because the calendar around athletics, in particular hockey, favored. So if you're if you're born in January, February, March, in theory you could be thirty percent bigger, stronger, faster, more developed, and then that just turns into a all star hockey player, which turns into uh, you know a semi pro pro. But, but the point is that early on advantage. It's an outlier example. And he has several, you know, if you were, if you were born in the mid fifties, like Jobs or Gates, and you happen to live in Silicon Valley, well, you know, this, this isn't something everybody has access to. However, the book is called Outliers. And yet there's one constant theme. Remember, we're triangulating habit. So there's one constant theme in Outliers that all these successes share in common. Just one. What do you think it is? That's right. It's habit. He called it the 10,000-hour rule. But if you just think about I mean, what do you get when you do something for 10,000 hours? That's right. You develop a habit or a skill, which is a whole other angle we're not going to get into today. The fact is the the entire scientific communities can't – even the best in the business cannot tell you – I'm talking about psychologists. They, they can't tell you the difference between – I said I'm not going to get into it. I'm getting into it. Habit and skill. And the reason is they they are nearly – the same thing. So they're struggling to dissect and separate these when they need to lump them together. So I wrote a blog post about that. Maybe I'll, I'll link to, 
All right. So we're triangulating. So we got Think and Grow Rich at the top. We got the 10,000 hour rule with, um, 10,000 hour rule with our buddy Malcolm Gladwell and outliers. And over to the right, just because it's easy, we'll do the seven habits of highly effective people. 20 million books sold. Absolutely brilliant work. And the slight challenge with the work, and it's, it's phenomenal, is that it never really gets into how to develop a habit. And there's a slight problem with it in that it's really not about as great as the seven habits are, and they're phenomenal. It's not about a number of habits. And don't take it from me. Just take it from the guy who wrote seven habits because his follow-up book was the eighth habit. So this is how we triangulate the habit factor. And what sits in the center is the habit factor. What sits in the center is habit. And that brings us to another quote by William James. Habit is second nature or rather 10 times nature. So now you're saying, great, how does this correlate? How does this fit in? How can I apply this? How does it connect to goal achievement? And that's precisely. So So the first answer to that is you're going to see a link right off podcast.thehabitfactor.com or just go to thehabitfactor.com you can either sign up there, you can text 33444. There's a free template. It's the template I've been using for 10 plus years, thousands of downloads. It's preceded the app. Some people still tell me that they love this paper template more than the app. Um, I'll share it. It just... It depends. There are times when actually I prefer it myself to, to the app. So that is how you're going to apply it. This is how it fits to goal achievement. You follow a specific process called PAR, plan, act, record, and reassess. Now you may be saying, I've listened to hundreds of podcasts. I've read books. Um, all I hear about is cue, routine, reward. I thought that's how you develop a habit. So my first statement is absolutely not. It's, there's just, I'm not going to say it's bad information. It's just misinformation. Cue, routine, reward is helpful, but it's not helpful in, in developing a habit specifically. And what I mean by that is just listen to it. Cue. So there's a cue. The habit is I want to, let's use an example. I want to develop the habit of running or jogging. So the cue is I'll put the shoes by the door. Terrific. So that's cue. Routine is, I don't even know what that means. Does that mean cue habit? So I just go, maybe it means you put on shorts, put on your shoes, and then you go run. And then reward is what chocolate cake 
Um, I look at myself in the mirror. How, how does that help me develop a habit? And the science behind this is built upon rats or mice in a maze. So that's not going to help you develop a habit. What, there, there's, there's other science that is developing and it, all it does is back up what we introduced almost eight years ago now, which is PAR, plan, act, record, and reassess. If you want to develop a habit, and I know you do, all you need to do is follow this process. Plan. You can use cues in your planning. So I'm going to run three times a week and it's if you want to get more specific, it's helpful on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But guess what? By picking target days, if you miss a day, you can just substitute a day. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and since I'm not a runner, uh, this may be I'm just developing running or jogging as a habit. I'm just going to say 15 minutes, 15 minutes, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, using this spreadsheet, again, free download or the app. You set those target days, you set the minimum success criteria, 15 minutes. So you've planned, then you act, and then you record, which is tracking plus notes. So it's great to add notes. It reaffirms, even subconsciously, your, your commitment. You add, no, you know, it was a great run, or I felt crappy, or I felt great. Whatever it is, you record you track plus notes, and then after four weeks, you do this three times a week, 15 minutes or 20 minutes, whatever your criteria is, and then you do it for four weeks. You set those targets on that tracking sheet or in the app. You record, and then at the end of four weeks, you reassess. So you say, look, I did 85% or better so the next four weeks, this is all you do. This is the process to develop a habit. The next four weeks, it's going to be still three times a week, but now it's going to be 25 minutes. And you begin to develop, and this is what we get into next week, this idea of habit strength. We'll talk about habit strength. We'll talk about willpower. This is far better by light years then cue routine reward. Even the great book by Duhigg, The Power of Habit, which came out about 18 months after The Habit Factor, only mentions, like you could read this whole 300-plus page book and um, and then wonder, <laughs> you could be, okay, this is great. Now what do I do with it? In the in the back, and there's an appendix where they talks about things you can try doing. So PAR, plan, act, record, reassess. What does PAR stand for? Very good. Plan, act, record, reassess. When do you reassess? After four weeks. Awesome. It it only really makes sense with the free app or the free um, tracking sheet because, again, part of PAR is recording and it's critical. If you are not tracking, you are slacking. So, yeah, 
habit is pretty important. Smart goals, a lot of people think, oh, I know how to achieve a goal. I'm going to follow smart goals. Specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, time-bound. All things I've talked about in prior episodes and in interviews, and you can find there's probably hours on this. The problem with that is it leaves you with a to-do list. The problem with a to-do list is it gets mixed up with your life to-do list, like pick up the dry cleaning, buy milk, feed the fish, and you don't want that getting into your running routine. So the key with the habit factor, the key with PAR, is you're only going to limit this to three habits. Try your best for the first month. No more than three. People get super excited. I I still share this story all the time. Some lady, <laughs> she, I don't know, she, she ended up emailing, emailing support. I end up looking at this, and she's tracking, I think it was, close to 30 habits. It doesn't, it doesn't work. The whole thing ends up imploding. I don't mean the app. I mean your effectiveness. So start small. So I think I can button this up. So we've gone from step one, decide. Step two, assess. Three is our North Star values, mission, and vision, passion and purpose, energy and enthusiasm, Goals, and now we understand habit. This is the beginning of, like I said, orchestration. This is, this is where you differ from animals, your dog. They have instincts or habits. They can learn a few habits, but for the most part, they have instincts. We have the ability to mediate and consciously craft habits that support our goals, that are aligned with and support our goals. But it takes intention. It takes uh, awareness. It takes planning, acting, recording, and reassessing. Each time you do that, each four-week increment, you will be blown away by how much closer you're getting. The beauty of the process, again, allows for missed days. You can call them cheat days. It 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 just allows you because what happens is life happens and, and you may go three days without sticking to those three core habits. But because that cheat is in front of you or the app, you get back on the horse and you keep moving. Your momentum is uh, just your momentum is magnified and you get excited because you're proceeding more quickly toward your goal. Big breath. So that's it, my friend. It's not about a to-do list. Smart goals is great for a criteria standpoint, but habit is the key. Don't take it from me. Take it from any of the above, Ben Franklin, Confucius, Aristotle, Napoleon Hill, Malcolm Gladwell. That is what the habit factor is about, following par, plan, act, record, reassess, make sure they're aligned to your goals. And I know you got this, so run with it. Final, final, final thoughts. There is 
science, <laughs> I hate saying that because science is for the most part a trailing indicator. If you're attuned, um, I mean, look, I love science, but, but a lot of times it's just telling us things we already know. So having said that, there's science behind this idea of an accountability group, this idea that habit change, PAR, plan, act, record, reassess, the plan can include things that reinforce your environment, supportive environment. So what I'm getting at here is I've just, we have just unveiled the 28-day breakthrough and it follows these steps. It allows you to go through it in 28 days. There's an option to jump in. This is crazy. For a whole year, join uh, me and we have an accountability group where we're just, you don't have to do this, but it's beneficial. You can post your habit tracking chart. Um, we're even doing group coaching calls once a month. So it's, it's a creative, supportive environment and it it just reinforces the lessons and the ideas in the 28 day breakthrough course so what am i forgetting the link <laughs> habitfactor.com forward slash 2018 that's it that should get you there Habit Factor, thehabitfactor.com forward slash 2018. There are some bonuses out there right now. It's, I'm not even going to say the price on the air, so to speak, because it's going to change, uh, in the future. This is a radical introductory price because I'm just unveiling the, uh, course and it's going to be exciting. I mean, it, even if it's, even if it's a handful of people, I think it'll just make it more rewarding for those that jump in. Um, what else can I tell you? I think that is it. Thehabitfactor.com forward slash 2018. Because it's the habit episode, I know all these prior ones have ended with the Pressure Paradox Audible preview. And stick around for your Audible um, trial, if you will. But... I'm going to hang the Habit Factor Audible preview. If you haven't read the book, if you haven't heard the audio book, this may be the sort of thing that helps you as you go through the 28-day breakthrough. The reason, I'll just circle back one more time and say this, the reason it's the 28-day breakthrough that continues for a year is because you can go through it in 28 days. This is a program designed, it's the old Lao Tzu statement, you can either feed a man a fish or teach a man slash woman to fish. The 28-day breakthrough teaches, the, the whole idea was to teach one how to fish, so to speak, so they could do this on their own. But I've also realized through past experience that Again, you know, quote unquote, life happens. And so having that support area where over the course of a year, the accountability group, the coaching calls, you can really not only gain the momentum, but sustain it. So that's it. 
thehabitfactor.com forward slash 2018. I hope you uh, check it out and thank you for listening. Again, from the very beginning, I said when, not if you understand, when you get this, um, I, I personally don't think anything <laughs> will be quite the same in your life. Uh, so enjoy it, apply it, use it. And finally, finally, happy new year. Stay safe out there. I know 2018 is going to be an epic breakthrough year for you. Whether or not you jump in the program and join me, I just going through these steps and working with habit alignment and par. You are off to the races. So I wish you the best. Again, Happy New Year. See ya. I don't have the discipline, or I'm just a constant procrastinator. I know what I need to do, but just don't seem to do it. Sound familiar? Typically, the root causes of personal frustration, lack of fulfillment, or even emptiness can be traced to one or both of the following. No clarity of purpose or the notion that you aren't tapping into your potential. Simply put, you're not getting the most out of yourself and your abilities. And believe it or not, in many ways, the key to all achievement is essentially the opposite of the classic Japanese proverb that says, beginning is easy, continuing is hard. Chances are you'll agree that getting started is the hardest part. And in fact, while never easy continuing becomes easier over time. It becomes easier because of a magical gift each of us have been endowed with, an extraordinary achievement device, a tool so powerful that it willingly performs the tasks you have programmed automatically and without conscious thought. Consider that for a moment. This remarkable gift, of course, is habit. The true challenge, then, must be to bust through the initial resistance to literally begin moving, to break the inertia. This is absolutely essential. Procrastinators should recognize, much as Newton pointed out centuries ago, that a body in motion tends to stay in motion, and therefore a body at rest will remain at rest. Certainly, if you've ever heard the saying, when you want something done, then give it to a busy person. You can appreciate the truth in these observations. In The Republic, Plato states, the beginning is the most important part of the work. And even though his context was in reference to a child's character, he states a simple truth, for without a beginning there can be no end, no result. Therefore, it's worthwhile to keep in mind that you have little chance of doing something a second and a third time if you haven't done it yet a first time. This may sound a bit ridiculous, but the message cannot be overemphasized. You simply must get started, or as Nike says, just do it. And of course, the habit factor's corollary to Nike's famous slogan might be, just do it often. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible.com. 
There are over 180,000 titles to choose from. If there's one thing I know, and I think Jim Rohn was the one who said this originally, in five years, the difference in your life will be largely based upon two things, the books you've read and the relationships you have fostered. Doesn't it make sense to take advantage of the downtime, whether you're on the road, on a run, in the gym, kill a couple birds with one stone, get a book going? It's phenomenal. It's I, The more people I turn on to it, the more uh, compliments I get. Not that I've actually done anything. 180,000 titles to choose from. You get one free book a month, 30% off any other book. Again, check it out. AudibleTrial.com forward slash habits to goals. I'm going to say that again real quick. AudibleTrial.com forward slash habits to goals. And that is the number two. And of course... When you support our sponsors, you are supporting the show. So thank you again. I am extremely grateful. We'll see you at the next episode.